Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is JD, and who is here with me? It's Michelle. Hey, it's always Michelle, everybody. Always if this Michelle. is your first time tuning in to We Watch Shudder, I assure you, it's always been Michelle every time. Every, every it's single. always been me and Michelle, Michelle and I, mm-hmm. however you want to do it. That's uh, anyway. Uh, besides that, if this is your first time tuning in, hey, thanks for checking out our show. Uh, what's it all about? We told you right in the title. We watch Shutter. Shutter is a streaming service for horror and horror-related uh, films and shows, and we're big fans of horror films and shows. And they put out a lot of original and exclusive content, and we like to talk about it because they have a lot of really good stuff. Some stuff, not always for us. Uh, But uh, in those weeks when they don't have a new release that we're talking about, we've been going back to pick up some uh, some older titles from well back before we actually started this podcast, and that's one of them that we're talking about today. Michelle, what is the title on our agenda today? You're only asking me because you know I've struggled with pronouncing these correctly. <laughs> we are watching, <laughs> or have watched, Sadako versus Kayako. Hey, you got it. Sadako versus I Kayako. Practiced. If we're not pronouncing those right, blame Google. That's who told us how to say it. Uh, Sadako versus Kayako. Directed uh, uh, and written by who, Michelle? Uh, the guy who did Noroi, The Curse, your favorite yes. movie that we have ever reviewed from Shudder. Koji Shiraishi <laughs> is the writer and director of this film. And, and for those who don't know Sadako and Kayako, they are the lovely ladies from The Ring, a.k.a. Ringu, and Juan The Grudge. So those yes. two ladies, they're versus each other. Yeah, brawl. It's, it's sort of like a, it's like a, like a Freddy versus Jason but or an for alien versus Japanese, predator. yeah, or alien versus predator, but for Japanese curse ghost uh, <laughs> uh, movies. Uh, have you ever seen that movie, The Ring, aka Ringu? Uh, is it Ringu, Ringu? Uh, it's Rue Morgu. That's um, that's what I know. It's Ringu. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, uh, and then uh, so yeah, and then the Grudge. Uh, they remade those movies for the Americans instead of just bringing them over here because apparently they're they don't think Americans want to read or watch uh, Japanese people act, which I think is really unfortunate. But uh, uh, have you I seen have those so original films? Oh well, oh, go ahead. I have m- oh no, comments. I. We- we don't have to like get into the comments too much. I was just gonna say, love the ring, love Ringu, love the Grudge, love Juan the Grudge. All of those movies, I fucks with. I oh. love the ring. Uh, all of my friends have heard this story because they think it is hilarious, and pretty much all my friends know who my brother is. Um, but I will make this a very, very short summation of it. But basically, I was watching the ring in uh, the apartment above my grandmother's flower shop. I was watching for the first time by myself um it's important to note that it was above my grandmother's business because that meant separate phone lines i was wrapping up the movie (laughs) i was very freaked out the credits began rolling and my phone at my grandmother's place rang oh i picked it up there was a long pause then i heard seven days (laughs) and then a click i fucking i booked it downstairs and like fell out of like the stairway and there was my grandmother 
my mother and my brother laughing their asses off because he had <laughs> happened to come upstairs when he saw the movie was ending and went back downstairs oh, to call it. me. That's awesome. Yeah. He's oh such an God. asshole. It, it's so, so good. good, though, that I can't even. It's one like the scariest moments of my entire life. And I that's can't even awesome. be mad about it. It was it was great. Oh, so, fantastic. thanks, TJ. Fuck you. But uh, uh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have seen, uh, of course, uh, both uh, the original Japanese versions of both of these films and uh, the American remakes. Uh, I, weirdly enough, am a person who I actually like uh, the American remake The Ring more than I like Ringu. Uh, and then the, uh, the 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 grudge films uh, I, I I guess I don't wouldn't necessarily prefer one over the other I thought they were mm-hmm. uh, they were all right um, a lot of J- like Japanese curse ghost movies happening at that time still you had like dark water and and uh, maybe that's the only other one I'm gonna be able to think of I don't know um, how about the sequels to those movies Michelle have you seen uh, along the franchise because I have not I've only seen the f- uh, the original Japanese first ones and then the American remakes of the first ones and nothing else mm-hmm. I know that I have definitely seen the sequels I don't remember them they weren't super impressionable um, I did also watch the more recent uh, grudge remake from what was it like 2020 Ooh, just a couple know years ago yeah, that one happened. It was fine. Um, I just, I don't think that they, it, it's hard when you pick a property that I already love and try to improve upon it. Um, so it, it was fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. Um, but I just like the original, both do on the grudge and the grudge, the American version. Sure, sure. Uh, I also just have to say that like Naomi Watts is just a person who keeps remaking my favorite horror films <laughs> because she was the American ring uh she was funny games which is shot for shot a remake of the original Mm -hmm. it is crazy how similar those are and i've watched both many many times Mm -hmm. and then she also did uh was it dear mommy or dear i think it's dear mommy uh very recently which i love the original and that's the one time that naomi kind of let me down but again it's hard to recreate a property that i love so apparently she's just (laughs) like my horror bay and i want to see everything that she remakes that i already like (laughs) Well, I mean, everybody's got to have a horror bay, right? Uh, you got to have a horror bay. <laughs> I don't, I don't Are even... you team Sadako or team Kayako when it comes uh, to your horror bay? <laughs> uh, are, are you asking me for my spoiler-free thoughts on this film, Michelle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, well, quickly, should we look here? Are we going to read the uh, the description of this one? I don't think we're going to. I didn't even look. Uh, I don't think we really need to. It's Sadako uh, versus yeah, Kayako. Well, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> It's I mean, in the really, title. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and give it a quick read then. Uh, after viewing a legendary curse videotape, Natsumi discovers she only has two days before. Why am I reading this? This, You know what it is. One person gets the ring curse, the other person gets the grudge curse, and they got to turn them against each other so they don't both die from their curses. You know, you know what this movie is about from the title. Michelle was right. I didn't believe her. I thought, I'm going to read this. Now I've just made a fool of myself. Over this movie. Wouldn't be the first time. But now, pew, pew. She's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> spoiler free thoughts on this movie. Uh, I, I'm not not really sure what to think of this movie. Uh, there are times where I thought it was trying to be like a serious spooky movie. And then there are other times where I'm just like, there's no way this is not deliberate horror comedy. Right? Like, this is like a play on things. Like, I almost felt like... 
not quite to that degree, but that it was almost like a like a scary movie kind of parody sort of thing of these f- types of films while also being a versus film. Uh, but it was just so weird, and there are bits of it that didn't make any sense to me. I had a little bit of difficulty following it. I also had uh, something I'm going to admit to, uh, but one of the most shameful, embarrassing moments in recent history while watching a film. I was very incredibly disappointed in myself, but I'm going to talk about it because that's the kind of person I am. Uh, I gotta give this movie, like, uh, I, I don't know, two skulls. Okay. I want to know what the embarrassing thing was. Oh, I'm it's terrible. I'm looking forward to getting into that. It's terrible, but I have to atone. Um, I just ate an ice cube so uh, because I thought you were going to tell us the story and apparently that was a badly timed ice cube. Hang on. <laughs> I tried to chew it really quickly. Uh, anyway, so... No, they got to stay into the spoiler section if they want to hear yeah. my incredible shame. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love shame so much, oh, especially when worst. it happens to other people. It's the worst. Um, so my thoughts, this was so fun and i'm glad that the shutter <laughs> description does confirm and describes it as a wildly fun tongue-in-cheek thrill ride at the very end so i think it was deliberately Maybe i should have read the description i know i i was gonna tell you afterwards <laughs> but now i have knowledge that you don't and that makes me feel special uh my husband uh the man who does not like horror movies and laughs at all the inappropriate moments came home from work and said he wanted to hang out with me for a bit and i said you can hang out while I watch this movie about the ring and the grudge ladies neither (laughs) movie you have seen and he's like yeah I guess we'll see I might leave after 10 minutes I was like that's fine but he hung out the whole time and laughed at all the moments that he should laugh at so I'm very proud of him and that made a more enjoyable experience um, because often he is a terrible terrible person to watch horror movies with um regardless of his presence i really enjoyed this in the way that i liked uh alien versus predator and freddy versus jason where it's just ridiculous it doesn't have to make sense but there are some really good kills despite that cgi isn't perfect but it's very fun i'm gonna give it a three all right three skulls for michelle two skulls for me that's a two and a half skull average that's right Bam, split down the middle on a five-skull scale. That's a 50-50. That's not so bad. Uh, it seems no, it's like a three a and a two. It's not 50 and 50. That would be 100 skulls, and that's too <sighs> many. Michelle. That's so many skulls. So that's our spoiler-free thoughts <laughs> on Sadako versus Kayako. If you want to go watch the movie before uh, we uh, we talk about it in detail and spoil a bunch of things, and I reveal my great... Great shame. Uh, we will. Uh, you, you'll want to go do that uh, and push the pause button on the episode uh, right about when, Michelle. Right now. Tell us uh, your shame. Tell us your back. shame. Uh, no, no. So first, <laughs> they would never leave. They would never no. leave if they knew shame was coming. <laughs> uh, first, you have to do the thing where you briefly describe the overall plot of the film for people who have not watched the film. Okay, it's Sadako versus Kayako. What was your shameful moment? 
No, it, there's not the, there's two girls and okay. they find the videotape and they watch it and now apparently there's only two days before they'll be killed instead of seven and then they decide that the way to break the curse is to make the two curses fight each other right but then like a, a, a different girl and her family move into this little house that's like right in <laughs> front of the grudge house uh, and so there's these two parallel stories running right where you have uh, the two uh, college student girls who are watching uh, the ring video, they're on that side of things. And then you have the other girl who's on the, the grudge side of things. And <laughs> this is <laughs> so... Look, for about half of this movie, I thought there were only two girls in the movie, okay? Because I <laughs> thought the one girl from the house was one of the two girls from the college thing and then i realized very clearly at one point about halfway through this movie that i was being incredibly unintentionally racist and i felt so fucking terrible but i for the longest time i thought there were only two girls in this movie and i was embarrassed and ashamed and once I figured out that's not what was happening, I was like, okay, this makes a whole lot more sense now. And I feel like a terrible, terrible person. And I <laughs> I don't even know what to say. And yet you still only gave it two. So you can't be that shameful. If that oh. happened to me, I'd be like five and I'm sending them a hundred dollars. Oh my God. <laughs> I, uh, and look, the, did the you go is, back and rewatch the parts then? Yes. And okay. I, the, I felt <laughs> so fucking stupid. Oh my God. Like I, I have had guilt over it, and I thought the only way I could possibly uh, deal with it is to just, oh my god, there are three girls in this movie, you guys, and I felt fucking awful. Anyway, Michelle, I'm completely embarrassed now, but I got it off my chest. Why don't you talk about your thoughts on the movie for a little while while I curl up in the corner and die? Oh, well, don't die, because as we've <laughs> discovered, I cannot be alone when it comes to talking to people at the wrestling show. I'm still thinking of those moments. I just, I, I, I was literally dumbfounded by my own sheer fucking stupidity. Uh, and look, the, like the part of how that happened is like, I'm not, I'm not super big on these movies, right? And I knew this was done by that the curse guy, so it never hooked me, not from the first minute, and I just never fully was drawn in and I don't Jesus I just felt so fucking terrible what is wrong with me Michelle well it's a movie you weren't paying very close attention to otherwise I'm sure you would have noticed because sure you are the very so. detail oriented person where I'm I like sure hey remember this so. tiny tidbit in a movie and you're like yeah I can tell you everything about black metal in Norway for yeah, the past just, 30 I, years of history I was dumbfounded by my own sheer stupidity anyway yeah please talk for a while I am <laughs> oh god well I could have used more Sadako versus Kayako in this movie. Um, I definitely could have used them actually fighting a lot more. But uh, up until that point, the two individual stories kind of doing their thing and then kind of beginning to overlap. Um, that's all very, very fun. So it, it ends crazy abruptly, though. Yeah, it does. Apparently, there's a post-credit scene, and I need to go back and watch it. I I oh, know Michelle. we've talked about this. I'm Michelle. sorry. I'm sorry. 
I just, I never expect a post credit scene from a 2016 Japanese horror film. And I, I just, I know Marvel exists. I should always oh watch the credits. God. I, I need to learn. I, I, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. I mean, I'm your trying. shame is not nearly my shame, but come on, Michelle. <laughs> I know. It's still shameful. But uh, yeah, oh. apparently there's a post-credit scene. But that thing, I was like, oh man, what's happening? Is this finally going to be the big moment that we need it? And then it was done. Because I was like, this was, it, that was kind of what lowered the score for me is that it kind of, it is very, very quick. And then it's done. And it's kind of like they had this idea for like two really cool The Ring and The grudge movies and then they're like well we don't have enough for a full movie so let's make it a versus movie right but then we don't know how to make these two fight so there's going to be a lot of build-up and then not much fighting and then it'll be done and people won't care because it was really fun up to that point and it kind of worked on me yeah there wasn't a whole lot of the actual battle between the two uh, uh cursed ghosts uh that's like maybe about 10 15 minutes right at the very end of the film uh, there were some interesting things leading up to that, like uh, uh, obviously the two stories play in parallel. Uh, I uh, and and then you got the 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 kid is also there. What's his name? Toshiro, uh, who was Kayako's oh, I... or Kayako's son uh, from the Grudge. He's also involved here. I thought that whole sequence where the four kids uh, were were at the house and the the yes. three kids bullied the one to go in and then he comes back out and he's like working with the the kid uh, ghost to bring those other three in and then the kid ghost betrays him and snatches him into the closet as well or it was probably Kayako uh, the two of them working together I thought that sequence was super effective uh, I like yep. the idea of the end of this where they're just like oh here's our ultimate plan is we're going to turn the tur- to two curse ghosts against each other uh, and instead uh, the two <laughs> curse ghosts just merge into one super curse ghost and just wreak havoc on the world and it's like I, it was super <laughs> kind of bleak and like oh shit what's going on uh, I thought that was kind of neat uh, some some interesting ideas here. It's just not, not overall uh, my type of movie. I, th- I thought it was kind of slow uh, for uh, for what it was doing. I definitely agree with you. I probably would have liked more uh, uh, playing back and forth between the the two characters. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I didn't hate it by any means. It was just kind of uh, kind of ho hum uh, overall. Uh, with the part where I did figure out finally that okay. This is a ridiculous, silly movie. Uh, is when the the psychic dude shows up after uh, the the uh, the priest lady uh, and her assistants kill themselves. They're doing that ritual, trying to get the curse off of her, uh, and uh, uh, Sarako possesses her and then uses her powers or whatever to make the dudes kill themselves and each other. Uh, that crazy psychic dude and that uh just strange little bright red dress blind girl and and all like the weird hand gestures he's doing and he's just Mm -hmm. like like he just shows up out of nowhere like a uh like he's almost like a like a that dude from like cowboy bebop only in real life and he's just like (laughs) there and he's doing like just all these strange jet it was so bizarre that's when it clicked on. for me too. Yeah, yeah I where like, I was like, right. "This guy is a yeah. character." Oh um, my god. <laughs> so yeah, it was. Uh, uh, it was. I mean, it's not terrible. It's it's just not super my vibe. And of course, once I got over my 
my own uh, appalling uh, unintentional uh, racism i uh, i <laughs> uh it was uh it was an experience some of you are probably really going to like this right now on shutter itself it does have a 4 out of 5 skull aggregate rating uh, which is uh, obviously really strong. Uh, I certainly enjoyed this more than I enjoyed Noroi the Curse, uh, <laughs> if that says anything, Michelle. It doesn't. It it oh, really, wow. you were very, well, no, think of how much you disliked Noroi the Curse. There are very few things we've reviewed That's that fair. you liked, like, less I I really than that it is that movie. I it when when people ask me for episodes they should listen to i include neroi the curse despite the bad audio quality of us just starting out because you were furious that i, I asked was, you to I was watch like that. michelle how did you do that why did you do this to me yeah Here's one I, thing. i'm realizing i really like japanese horror i didn't realize how much i like japanese horror obviously like i said the grant the ring uh the grudge um Nuroi, the curse all i like how right there things. you almost like did a thing where you combined the grudge and the ring into the grinch and oh. i thought that was gonna be <laughs> so that was so funny Good uh, stuff. Well, I didn't, but yeah, our podcast is making me realize that I really like Japanese horror, and there's a lot more I'm going to go delve into because the more I think of it, I'm like, there's a lot of stuff that I have seen and have not made the connection that Japan's just got it going on. Yeah, and there's definitely plenty of of Japanese horror that I I enjoy. I'm a, especially a, a big fan of, of of Mike on a number of levels. He's done so many. And so many different kinds of bizarre, right? Like the just like the excessively over the top violent, and the super like David Lynchian, like David Cronenberg weird shit, uh, and some just like I don't know if you've ever seen the Happiness of the Katakuris, but that's it's a it's a horror Is that musical, Mickey? Michelle. Yes, the Happiness oh my of the God. Katakuris. Yes. Okay, hang on. Yeah. I'm making a note. Uh, so yeah, um, his whole catalog I think is worth checking out. Uh, of just an assortment of bizarre things there. What uh, was the thing you had me watch that was banned from HBO? Oh, uh, uh, is that if the, you want uh, to tell our listeners, because uh, I had never heard of it. No, uh, my God. the the oh oh so uh, Takashi Miike uh, in the first season of the it was Showtime actually I think uh, Showtime produced a series called Masters of Horror in the early two thousands, uh, and in the first series uh, they produced I want to say thirteen episodes, and one of them was a Takashi Miike film called Imprint. Uh, and the movie was so fucked up uh, in certain ways that Showtime refused to air it. And we're talking about Showtime, right? This is pay cable. Like, they will show just about anything. But they were like, nah, we're not gonna... We're not going to put this on TV. So you nobody was able to see it until the DVD box set came out with all the episodes. And it is fucked up. <laughs> I had never seen it until and until you mentioned it to me. Um, and I like fucked up stuff. And that I was like, wow, I might have found a limit. I still liked it. But I was like, wow, this is I didn't expect to be completely shocked by something. And oh, man, I loved it. Yeah. Um, I think it is streaming somewhere. I'm trying to find out where I think it's on. Yeah, it's on Roku. Right Perfect. Now. The whole series, so, Masters of Horror, is on there. I would imagine. Yes. Yep. It's a great it series, like the by whole the way. On the, there, and it's free on Roku. Yeah. the The first season, especially, there are some fantastic. John Carpenter has an episode in that first season called "Cigarette Burns" that I really, really enjoy. Uh, yeah, it's real solid stuff. 
Uh, also, as long as we're talking about uh, fucked up Japanese horror, uh, we would be yeah, remiss. I, I like where this is going because we don't have much to say about the movie. It's, yeah, it is what this, it is. This yeah. is one that we all I'd know rather what we talk were about getting, Japanese uh, yeah. going into <laughs> it. Uh, so uh, there's, of course, the legendary uh, 1980s guinea pig series. Uh, uh, most I most notably, uh, Guinea Pig Two, uh, Flower of Flesh and Blood, uh, which uh, apparently Charlie Sheen once watched and was so convinced it was a legitimate snuff film that he like called the FBI or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, uh, which by the way you can see all of Guinea Pig Flower of Flesh and Blood I believe on YouTube. You can. Uh, and I was explaining to somebody up. what the the guinea pig films were, and I haven't seen them since high school. But I remember the man who couldn't die. I think that's what it's called. Um, that one was the one where he realized he couldn't die, and it's a comedy horror more than anything. But him trying to slit his wrist was so upsetting to me that I started hyperventilating. Um, and then that was the same one or same night that I watched the one with the mermaid, where he's removing her scales and. I went to show somebody these films because they'd never heard of them and somehow despite being not great effects I think it's in the sound design they still really really get to me and it's not like it's realistic but it is very very disgusting you just you don't think it's real but you think it is real gross and yeah so at least some of them are on YouTube and yeah I don't know what it is but they ooh, ooh. I don't like them. I'm not a fan. Yeah, I mean, I've watched them many times, but I just do that to myself. So yeah, like especially that, like I said, that second, uh, that second uh, entry, uh, Flower of Flesh yep. and Blood. Uh, it That's is, one where they're torturing the woman, right? With like uh, sound and uh, stuff. It's yeah, it's basically the one where the dude in the samurai costume chops a woman up into various pieces, like oh, that one. Her I was over her entire body. It's basically yep, like. 45 50 minutes of dismemberment like it's uh it's almost more an effects reel right like it's mm-hmm. it, there's no narrative happening it's just an hour of fucked up <laughs> and uh yeah uh yeah that's else? why it it's oh it's weird <laughs> what other why japanese horror Ugh. stuff do you like michelle uh, well, I don't know if I like this yet, but I do have to make a note that the happiness of the Katakuris is on Tubi, and oh, yeah. the tagline is, the sound of music meets Dawn of the Dead. So as soon as we are done recording, I will be putting that on and watching it for sure. Oh, there's one scene in particular, and I won't even have to tell you anything about it. You'll be able to guess, like once you see the scene, you will know that it's the scene I'm talking about. Uh, but for me personally, it's one of the most... Uh, horrifying, uh, uh, personally horrifying, but also fucking hilarious things I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's so, that movie is a trip. Uh, oh, but, I'm looking uh, forward to it. Uh, uh, anime horror is super cool. Uh, we talked, uh, we, we watched yeah. Perfect Blue and talked about that at a, a live appearance that we did a while back. Uh, Perfect Blue is still available on Shudder. I strongly recommend you check that out if you've never seen anime horror uh, Perfect Blue is about as good as it gets, uh, at least for like, it's kind of like a like a true crime sort of, uh, like almost like Silence of the Lambs 7 sort of horror, uh, real sort of psychological thriller kind of thing, but god damn is that movie good. 
I am a huge fan of anime horror. Um, a lot of it kind of falls into like an anime thriller, but my all-time favorite anime series is a one-season uh, show. I think it was 13 episodes called Serial Experiments Lane from 1998. Have you seen Serial Experiments Lane? I have not. Oh my god, I own the box set. I will lend it to you. Um, but it is basically, it's from 1998 and it's this girl named Lane and it's uh, basically her connection with the internet and kind of becoming like a symbiosis with the internet. I don't want to tell you a lot because it's very fucked That's up, fair. but it is it is basically like the horrors of the internet according to somebody from 1998, but it... it is beautiful the opening uh credit song just i love it and then i like i said i think it's like 13 episodes so you just get to listen to that 13 times in a viewing session that's a real nice experiment a serial experiment uh in and of itself so right on, I love right it. on. so yeah lots of uh, awesome things to be found in in japanese horror uh, and asian horror in general i don't know if you guys remember we i think we talked about it but uh, late last year, Michelle and I had the uh, the pleasure of doing a panel at a, a local uh, a pop culture type convention uh, called ValleyCon, where we talked about just sort of Asian horror in general. That was super fun. That was Anime Fargo that we did. Oh, was it at Anime Fargo? ValleyCon was our. Yep. Anime Fargo is where we did the Bill Mosley panel because Bill Mosley yep. was there. That's right. Uh, yeah. Shout out to both of those conventions in the Fargo area. But yeah, it was a lot of fun getting to talk about those things. And now we finally found a reason to talk about them here on the show. Uh, and mm -hmm. I'm glad we did that because, man, I still feel real bad about uh, <laughs> my experience. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh, please, I, I promise you, uh, it's uh, just... I, oh man, uh, I should probably not say any more about it. Some people are going to be like, JD, why did you tell that story at all? Why would you ever bring that up on your podcast? Aren't you afraid of what? Look, the ramifications are what they're going to be. Uh. <laughs> I, I think it's better to admit that you fucked up instead of trying to pretend that you didn't. Right. Uh, um, and like, also it's. Yeah, just, we all make so mistakes. I mean, <laughs> I get Isla Fisher and the lady who is not Isla Fisher messed up all the time. I'm still yeah. not convinced that Isla Fisher and Jessica Chastain are different people. Are you talking I've about Isla Fisher and Aya Cash? Her, no, not even Aya Cash. Isla Fisher. Aya Cash, I knew know what she okay. looks like. But Isla Fisher, Jessica Chastain, and the other redheaded lady. Uh, there's like six of them and they there's look the same and they keep saying these are different people and I'm just calling bullshit because well, I, I know what Hollywood is capable of and I've never seen those people in the I same I appreciate room your, your valiant effort to make me feel less terrible about my experience <laughs> with Sadako versus Kayako. Uh, Michelle, the dog is getting very upset with me. It sounds like he needs to go potty. So we should wrap this up. Where can people find yeah. more of us if they're looking for more of us? Uh, in our houses, mostly we are kind of oh, shut-ins who sake. don't like to go anywhere. But if you want to connect with us online via Serial Experiments Lane style, please don't do that. Please don't oh, upload oh yourself to the internet. <laughs> um, then you can find us on basically all the big conglomerate monopolies that have taken a hold of our lives, including Facebook and Instagram, which is now called Meta. Meta. <laughs> you can find us on the Metaverse. Uh, so we're on Facebook and Instagram under We Watch Shutter. We are on Twitter under We Watch Shutter. That is where JD likes to post every random thought that he can find, and Not I often everyone. respond to them. 
but I often respond to your thoughts and I don't know. I don't think you get a notification, but just so you know, I do respond <laughs> to your tweets under oh, the know. same account. Oh, I, I think know. it's very funny. I laugh at myself and that's all that matters. <laughs> um, and then we have a TikTok account for a year. I've been saying that we will upload stuff to the TikTok account. I still haven't. Um, but if you want to go follow that, it's we watch shutter. I don't even upload things to my personal TikTok account. I just, uh, save funny videos of birds. Um, so I don't know. Someday, someday I might find something worthy of TikTok, but like, I don't, I don't have a horror dog. I have a dog, but it's not like a horror themed dog. She's a little white asshole. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so's this dog. Can we wrap this up so I can take him out to pee before he bites my hand off, Michelle? Ah, uh, well, <laughs> he could eat another of your toes and then you'd be eight toes. Say goodnight, Michelle. <laughs> good night, Michelle. Good night, Wait, good night, Michelle. <laughs>